0: Hi, friends. We are back with episode 114 of the Arner Adventures podcast. This episode is really difficult, not going to lie.
1: We usually start out the episodes letting you know that our Betty White is here with us. Usually she's snoring, playing with a toy, rolling around. Unfortunately, we're recording this podcast without her.
0: If you're in the Arner Adventures community or a follower on social media, you probably already know that Betty White passed away on February 12th. She was diagnosed with lung cancer back in August, and we felt feel very fortunate to have had so many loving moments since that diagnosis. We called these wonderful events with her her rainbow adventures, sort of a bucket list of wonderful things for her, like breakfast in bed and mcdonald's hamburgers pup cream every day beach trips road trips just so many adventures but still her passing is jarring it still seems very shocking and i think we're still in a bit of shock
1: well yeah we are um you know as you as you look around and i, I think a lot of people have probably experience this um you get distracted for a while and you're doing your regular thing and then um uh, Things happen. And like last night, I was making popcorn and I dropped some on the floor. And I was ready to, oh, here's your popcorn, Betty. And then I thought, oh, you know, she's not here because that would, would be a favorite thing of hers to eat popcorn yeah. off the floor. Yeah. And not that I make a habit of popcorn on the floor, but <laughs> it popped out of the thing that I was popping. Yeah. But, um, you know, we've never missed a, a week on this podcast. So during the week of her passing, we replayed her episode when she was a guest, episode 33. Uh, we'll link it in the show notes. We just couldn't get it together to record anything. We pushed out a pre-recorded episode on gaslighting. And with nothing else queued up, we just wanted to take this week, this episode, to talk to you all about how, our, how we're maneuvering through.
0: That's right. You know, Arner Adventures, in case you don't know, was born when we started our blog, arneradventures.com, after we had lost three of our fur babies. It, you know, the latter being our pup, Pharrell. And the blog served as sort of a therapeutic journal after Pharrell's passing. So we would, you know, write about the challenges of, of course, going through this grief journey. We made our big lifestyle change of, you know, selling our house, our business, everything, moving to the coast with Betty. And we, we sort of founded, unintentionally, this community bonding with other people who had gone through a similar loss. Because as you know, if you are relating to us at all, you know that a lot of people don't get it. And so it was it was so challenging. And, you know, I think since then, since Pharrell passed, knowing that this day would come, I think I know I have just always dreaded it. I knew it was coming. I knew the pain was going to come again. And I've always dreaded it. And you know, it's just, um, there's no, for me, there's just no, uh, preparation, even if you know it's coming.
1: Oh no, you can't prepare. There's a lot of things you can't prepare for. And that is definitely a a biggie right there. I I know we've always, uh, we've, uh, we've cohabitated as they say, since some 2003 and we've always had pets in the house and, um, before it was just Betty, which has been that way for about what, six or seven years. It was, um, yeah, we had a couple cats and Pharrell, and then we had Betty, Pharrell, and one cat. <laughs> so then it was just Betty for the last few years, which was great. And we knew actually Betty was, uh, she was a solo act. She she, <laughs> she needed to be the top dog, as she they said. She did.
0: I remember and, uh, when, when Pharrell passed away, she did not mourn. And I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I was like, why is she not sad at all? Oh, because yeah. it was like, this is my time, bitches. Like, I am yeah. the top dog. I'm going to uh-huh. get everything I want. And she did.
1: Yeah. And she was so young and spry then. That was just a few years, a couple of years ago. And boy, did that time fly? And of course, yeah, you know. The life cycle of a pet is a lot shorter than ours, and then all of a sudden, she was older and had problems, and and that's where we we get to where we are right now. You know, and like
0: you said, you know, it's the first time in twenty years that we've not had a pet in the home. We've never been alone as a couple, no. except for when we traveled. Um, if we we if we traveled without her, and I think you know, this episode we wanted to definitely talk about it, and we wanted to maybe you know, share how we're supporting each other in this pain instead of being primary caretakers for another being, we're really helping to take care of each other.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we are. And it, it's just a, a few days in. So, uh, you know, there's uh you're still feeling it out, you know, yeah. it's day to day, especially on a weekend like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Sunday. So this is the first weekend with, uh, without Betty here. So it's, uh, yeah no distractions of regular work Monday through Friday work. And, uh, it's, well, it's tough.
0: I think one of the things that we'll definitely talk about is mm. the fact that, you know, we're dinks. We've talked about that before. It's just such a funny word, D I N K, but mm-hmm. it's the double income, no kids club.
1: That's why I was waiting for you to say it. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> it just and won't sound right coming from me.
0: I think part of, <laughs> being in the Dink Club, and if you enjoy animals like we do, is we we do have the joy of rescuing animals and providing them a loving home. And as we're sort of reflecting on, I don't know, I don't want to say positive, I guess like a silver lining part of all of this. It's like, you know, I think because we are Dinks, a Dink couple, we are able to provide opportunities for rescues that I know a lot of people couldn't. I mean, they're, you know, our pets have always been our kids. And I know, especially with Betty, because she had such a, you know, she was a bully breed and all that. And so there were all these biases against her, but being, uh, having the start that she did, no one, no one would have given Betty White the opportunities that we did. I know that they wouldn't have you know it was a struggle in the beginning she resource hoarded she thought that she was gonna starve she thought that you know her food or toys or water everything was gonna be taken away from her so we had a lot of challenges in the beginning but it paid off and I'm so glad that we spent that time with her but that is an advantage to us being a dink couple
1: oh uh, most definitely and it, and it's it's something um it's something you you really can appreciate at a moment like this that Hey, you know, when you come around to trying to search for the good, you think, well, it's really neat that we could uh, we could do that for her. We were the Alan, Alan Luden to her Betty White. Is that yeah. how you say his name?
0: Ad- L- Alan Ludden.
1: Alan Ludden. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: To her Betty White. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, the we've talked about here before the Kitty Cartel. Their Beaufort is sort of known for its, uh, gosh, I, I don't know if it's known, but it does have the town does have a lot of stray cats on the Island that the, the story goes that because this used to be called like fish town used to be a fish, I don't know it was like a warehouse or fish, what do they call them? A well, processing thing that yeah. the cats flock to the Island. And because of that, there's these sort of pockets of, um, of kitty groups. And yeah. so we have the one that has maneuvered to our backyard and, Um, they currently are bringing a bit of relief to the quiet. I mean, Uh it's, uh, I've described it to some people who've just checked in with us that our home is, has a deafening silence and it's just, uh, hard to manage.
1: We, yeah, it is. It's, um, it, it's, it's really different. Yeah. It's quite an adjustment, but, um, like you were saying with the, with the cats, you know, it's just a step outside the door and they've provided us a lot of entertainment and, uh, and they're really friendly cats. We have one on the front porch too, that (laughs) it's not part of the cartel. Maybe good for him. He's not, he's, uh, he's, uh, (laughs) He's a different breed, but, uh,
0: they're all in the, we've talked about this before, but if, if you don't know, you're like, Oh my God, these are some weird cat people. They are in, they were part of the, um, what do you call it? with the, the, the group where they, they trap them and they spay and neuter release. Um, well, anyway, they're yeah. all spayed and neutered. Um, and they have their ear clipped so that that's how, you know. Um, so we are not contributing to the population of stray cats. They're just sort of a, a little group we call them the kitty cartel and we have a little barn out back that Mm -hmm. we have heat lamps in Mm -hmm. and hay and all of that. So that, that has been nice, I guess uh, to still have that caretaking um, ability to be able to spend it on them uh, in the midst of the sadness, you know? Yeah.
1: I don't know if this sounds right. A nice distraction. Not that uh, they're a distraction, but a good, uh, yeah, a good distraction. Yeah. I guess the way to say that, yeah, and they yeah. are entertaining and they're all really sweet. So, uh, that's, that's been, been a, a relief, you know, to have them around. <laughs> um, I don't
0: like for, um, I don't like the at least or, uh, you know, I, I was telling my mom recently that no one can say anything right to us right now. Like it, it, it's not, it, it me, I know people mean well, but it just seems like I'm like, I know me, I'm just so sensitive to anything people say. And if someone says, well, at least she's not in pain anymore. Like, I hate that. Like, or she's in a better place. Well, I, I don't know. Like I'm struggling with that. Is she like, I, <laughs> is a better place somewhere other than with us? I mean, I, I don't know. Um, so just to say that n- nothing is really, uh, No one, especially we had a grief episode, you know, on this before, and with Tom Rose and just how it is really difficult to say and do the right things for someone who is struggling with grief. And I know, just kind of going through, if you're listening to this and you're um, a pet parent suffering with uh, with this, which is why we're talking about it. We always do this on our podcast is talk about the real shit that is a struggle. And uh, the one thing I will say. Pharrell, I thought that loss was going to kill me. I thought I would not make it through that, and uh, I did. And the, the the catalyst of that was starting our new life, and of course, our new adventures. And I think because of of going through that, I was able, and I, I tell myself every day that I will survive it. Like I know it's going to be hard and I know that um, there's so many challenges that are repeating, which we're going to go into that in a minute. But uh, I know that I survived it. So if this is your first time dealing with this, I'll just say that I hope this episode does help you and that you know that uh, you, you, you can survive it. And I think the other thing is when I think about if I wasn't here, I wouldn't have been able to help you give Betty a great life and I wouldn't be here for one day when we decide that we want to rescue again and bring another rescue into our home. I wouldn't be here for that. So, um, yeah, I think that which leads me into therapy therapy, uh, has been a wonderful tool for both of us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the role of therapy and navigating through challenges and grief is I think paramount when you find the right therapist. I've talked before too, about how I have definitely had not, some not so great experiences with uh, therapists who don't get the pet loss situation. So I would just encourage you to, you can get on mentalhealthmatch.com. It's completely free. You can start reading um, through and messaging therapists to see if they are, are someone who specializes in that. And I found someone who definitely gets it and, She, uh, has been working with me for the anticipatory grief process when she was diagnosed and then now. And so I I would highly encourage you to get into therapy if you can. And if you want some resource, some free resources, just, just send us a message and we can definitely give you some of those too.
1: Nicely said. Yeah, that's, uh, there's, uh, um, with all challenges, you know, there's a lot of opportunity for, for growth and, and, uh yeah you know, I guess it's important to keep a growth mindset in in all you know areas of life and boy, does that help in uh yeah in this area um the p- challenge that we should bring up that many pet parents will understand um those who feel that their pets are their children is the lack of understanding. a lot of people don't get it when you can't function due to the grief grief of of missing your pet um so there's just a couple different. Schools, the thought there, I guess, but you know,
0: you're fortunate in that you didn't have problems with like work. When when you were like, I need to be out for this, they completely understood.
1: They they right? did, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we were, you know, up all night that first night, and it, you know, there's no way I could get in the, in the next day, and then of course I was out another day, and that gave us time to regroup. Yeah, kind of, uh...
0: and and yeah, there there have been many people who do understand it, and I think the more that it's talked about, just like mental health, the more understanding there is surrounding the topic, especially uh-huh. as pet parents. Yeah, um, but you know, in a what what really sucks, and I don't want to harp on it too much because I really want this to be positive and helpful, but I do want people to know because it's it's just real, is that in addition to the sadness. And the grief process, it sucks so bad when you have people in your life who don't get it. And not only do they not get it, but when they voice it, like, you know, it's just a dog or, you know, you didn't birth that baby. How can you be so sad? You know, shit like that. (laughs) It's like how absolutely. yeah, Yeah. How absolutely inconsiderate. Can you can you be to even say it and and you know I I just I can't go on enough about that just that there no matter where you are there are going to be people who don't understand it I I was messaging someone who is who I I work with in a sort of vendor sense this week I don't even know if I told you this I don't
1: think so
0: and he uh, messaged needing some information from me to be able to finish out a project and I said oh you know sorry I, I I haven't gotten back to you Betty White passed away and he knew that Betty had been um, suffering with cancer battling cancer yeah. and um, he said, oh I'm so sorry okay so when do you think that you'll be able to get me blah 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 and I, I was just like are you kidding me like our world is torn apart how do you how do you I, I don't know so you're gonna run into people who don't get it and I'll tell you this go-round. I am trying to really look at hard things as a gift. And I did do that later with Pharrell. Like mm-hmm. um I, I do feel like Pharrell gave us the gift of being able to know what's important in life yeah. and gave <clears throat> me the gift to say no and to not be the yes person and not to be involved in every single thing I'm asked to do. I just felt like that was the gift he gave me. And with this. Uh, it's like our virtual assistant, Cindy said, um, how she likes to look at things in cycles mm-hmm. and that this is a cycle and it, I really want to, this may sound cheesy, but I, I really want to look at this cycle as a new way of looking at things and mm. maybe the way that Betty did Yeah, that. Yeah. There were people who feared her because she's, you know, being a bully breed or, Uh, You know, there were people who we no longer have in our life because they made comments that, you know, Betty and other rescues aren't safer on pets, which is completely false. And all those falsities, it just did Betty dwell and sit angry in those things. No, she didn't allow them to steal her joy. She just walked away. And I feel like I'm the queen of cutting people off, but I don't want to do that. I want to be more like I'm going to walk away. And it's no hard feelings. It's just, you're not the right person in my life. And I'm not going to, I'm going to try really hard not to be angry about people I'm walking away from. And I don't want to welcome people into my life who aren't bringing joy. And, you know, that's what Betty would do, I think.
1: Yeah. You know, we like like like-minded people. Everybody does. And, and uh, it's, it's. You do want those people that are understanding. Luckily for me, I've most people I've been around, and, and I think more people than none have pets. Pets that live in the home, and and uh, you know, the, the comment that you hear a lot is that's tougher than losing a, a, a human, human. And, and and it is.
0: It is. I'm going to tell you, losing your child, your your because they were our children. Mm-hmm. It it just rips your heart apart. It just—it's terrible. So, um, yeah, you—you do hear that too, like, yeah. you know, oh, it's the—it's the worst loss I've ever been through, and
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and and luckily I've been a- able to hear a lot of that as opposed to I really heard anything I felt was negative, and I've, I've heard in your
0: life, you know, that the, there were people in mine who did.
1: Oh yeah, isn't
0: that weird? Like I'm real quick to jump at somebody, and they sometimes don't have a problem saying <laughs> to me. I don't know. I don't know if I was inviting the, the negative. I, I don't know. You know what? Um, stuff to work out in therapy, who knows? But so, you know what? We want to thank you all who have sent us condolences, who have asked how, how Betty is ever since you knew about her diagnosis, shared your own stories with us, sticking through this episode while we dump our feelings out. And, you know, we did talk about, do we even do this episode about this? And we really thought, you know, when, when you're going through this, you're searching for something to show that you're not alone. I think that's the biggest thing is and the worst part in grief is feeling so alone. Mm -hmm. And we have to, help support each other. And if you're listening to this and you're like, um, I don't get it. I I, well, I can't believe they did a whole episode. But you know what? If you're listening to this, you probably aren't even thinking that because you're not our people. But if you are, how about try not to be so judgmental about what people are going through? I've said this in the past. I'll say it again. If you don't get it, if you cannot understand why someone feels sad or is grieving, be grateful that you don't get it. And just be kind. If you have nothing nice to say, just show some grace and empathy. You know, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll I'll say this too that we put Betty's obituary in our local newspaper. Yeah, and <clears throat> we did it with Pharrell too when he passed away. And it, I mean, really, that helped build our community for our adventures because it yeah. went viral. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I don't know what's going to happen with Betty's. What I do know is that we sent the obituary and we got. <laughs> Notification yesterday that it was in there, and so I ran to get a newspaper, and it covers up like a fourth of the page. <laughs> yeah. So there, there was some joy in that, just knowing that this this larger than life girl has this larger than life obituary on this page that um, just stands out and shines. And uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that was a big moment yesterday to see that. That was a, that was a good feeling. Yeah, and uh, after after almost a week that that um that well, there's a few laughs yesterday. No, it's a roller coaster. Yeah,
0: I yeah, think the, maybe, I think yeah. the further um, we get away from the actual ending and the 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 not so great part of that or her sickness, I think that the more. Happy memories will come up more. I j- I feel like it happens that way with Pharrell and Kiko and Wilson. Like I think yeah, about the yeah. <clears throat> the fun, joyous things now more than the endings. Um, you know.
1: Definitely, yeah. Well, you know, with time, you you kind of sort through the bad stuff. Although and- time
0: does not heal, people say that, and it does not heal. It just makes it where your thoughts go m- more towards positive. Yeah. I read recently, uh, Billy Bob Thornton lost his brother, I guess, in recent years. And it was, you know, one, one of the most difficult things he's ever been through. And he said that when people would say to him, time heals, or hey, you know, you'll get through this or whatever. He said, you know what, it doesn't. And it, it doesn't get better. He's like, you learn to cope with your existence with the pain. And I know that sounds so like negative, but what it did for me, and that was before Betty passed away. But what it did for me was go, oh my God. Yeah. Like he gets it. Mm-hmm. He gets that the pain is always there. Uh-huh. But you learn to adapt and to cope with your existence of having that. And I think that I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live through this life without having experienced them in it. All Mm -hmm. of them, Mm -hmm. all of our rescue babies in it. So with that comes pain Mm -hmm. and um, we're going to, we're going to experience it again and again and again. And hopefully we live a long life where um, we can help rescue even more.
1: Yeah. 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 Your coping toolbox just gets a little bit bigger. You get more tools to, to cope. But I, I see where you're going with that, that yeah, it's always, it doesn't really heal so much. It's always there, that pain, the memories and the, uh, the, the pain of losing, you know, yeah. but you have a uh, bigger coping, better coping mechanisms that you might've had before you experienced all this stuff. Yeah. So that's the good thing. I, I will mm-hmm. say
0: too, that as we wrap this up, Arnor Adventures everything. It's like, our, I, I mean, I don't know if you say branding, but yeah, branding, even the intro to this podcast, everything includes Betty. Yep. And so I don't know, um, you know, how, how there's a lot of uncertainty with how it evolves without Betty White, but this is an adventure. We always say the challenges are adventures. And um, you know, like you said, there's growth through challenges and This adventure, we'll maneuver through and we'll figure it out um, as we go.
1: Yeah, for now, we're going to embrace the messiness of of this life's adventures and do our best to maneuver this adventure as we do the rest of them. (laughs) If this episode resonated with you, or if you know of someone who would benefit from anything we talked about today or any episode, our guests, or anything, please share it with a friend. It's a great way of supporting the podcast and us, and we really
0: appreciate it. Another way of supporting the pod is by leaving us a five-star reviewer rating on the platform you're listening to us on. Oh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button because that also supports us. We would love that.
1: You can always find us links we refer to during the show and any of the podcast sponsors at arnordventures.com or linked here in these show notes. And until next time, enjoy that journey you're on. We're wishing you lots of the adventures.
0: Adios.
1: Arrivederci. Au
0: revoir. Adios. Uh, sayonara.
1: <sighs> Alvidece. Uh,
0: dos vidiniana. And, uh,